Hey, student disciples, welcome to the Wesley Discipleship Podcast with Aaron Vickroy and Catherine Harris. Each week, the dynamic duo will tackle a practical issue in ways that you can take your next steps with God. Hey guys, welcome to the Discipleship Podcast. It's Catherine and Aaron. Um, for the next three weeks, we're going to be talking about boundaries, so that's exciting. Um, but this first podcast, we're going to be talking about boundaries for yourself in discipleship. So Aaron, how do you remain present in a DT when having to juggle your life outside of discipleship and being present while you're there? That's a really good question. Some of the best uh, advice that I've ever been given, best piece of advice, is just a really simple phrase, be where you are. And in our world, in today's society, it's so easy for us to be in multiple places at once. Obviously not physically. We can only be in one place physically. But mentally, emotionally, we can be in so many different places at the same time. Our minds, our feelings, the things that we're thinking about can just just race to all different places so that we really aren't ever engaging with the place that we're really at. It's, it's kind of like, let's say you're in a discipleship and instead of really focusing on the person you're meeting with, thinking about good questions to ask, actually listening to their response, you're actually thinking about what you and your roommates are going to be doing later or what it's going to be like when you go home uh, during the weekend, that test you got coming up, the Georgia football game last weekend. All these thoughts are going through your mind and you're not really engaging with your present moment, your present situation. So the best piece of advice uh, I could give in order to really have like an awareness of what's going on in your discipleship moment is to really be there. That wherever your physical body is, be there with your mind and your emotions as well. It's almost like you're turning everything else in your life off Um in order to have that hour, hour and a half meeting with the person that you're meeting with. And to be honest, it's it's not that your problems just go away or it's not that the things you're excited about don't exist anymore. It's you consciously choosing to give your attention to what you're giving your time to. That if you're going to give your time to an hour discipleship meeting, you might as well give your attention to it as well. And so choosing to be where you are rather than letting your mind drift or think about everything else going on in your life. And, and really, I think something that can help is practicing that on a regular basis. You can't expect to randomly do what you don't practice. So if you're the kind of person that's like always on your phone, no matter what you're doing, if you're hanging out with people, if you're by yourself, if you're always on your phone engaging with people who aren't in front of you, it's gonna be really hard for you to then engage with somebody in the midst of a discipleship meeting. So if you can learn, just not all the time, like I'm, I'm not sitting here trying to have this crusade on cell phones and social media and stuff like that, but, but if you can learn how to engage with your roommates, when you're all sitting in your living room at home instead of everybody being on their phones. If you can learn to like talk to somebody over lunch instead of just sitting by yourself and scrolling through Instagram or, or getting on Facebook, learning to do that will set you up for success and discipleship more than you know because it's a habit that you've practiced so that when you sit in a discipleship meeting with somebody, you know how to engage with the moment that you're in 
and you know how to give your attention to your time. Well, yeah, all that's great, Aaron. So all I have to be saying, um, Bob kind of touched on this this past week, but what are ways to apply rest in your daily life to be fully invested and present in your discipleship time? I think it's really good to each night uh, as you're getting ready for bed or figuring out when you're going to go to sleep to look at your next day and to plan your night, to plan your sleep around it. So the really practical example is here at Wesley, we never start work at the same time. On Mondays, we start at 8. On Tuesdays, we start at 7.30. On Wednesdays, we start at 9. And on Thursdays, we start at 10. So I know, especially on Monday night, that I need to get to bed at a decent hour because if I'm going to wake up and if I'm going to have my morning routine and if I'm going to be able to get to work at 7.30, if I still want to be well-rested, I'm going to have to go to bed earlier than I will say on a Thursday night when I don't have to be at work till 10. So, you know, Thursday night or Wednesday night, um, Leah and I, my wife, when we get home, we like to kind of wind down. We have like a little snack. We sometimes watch a television show that we both enjoy. We like to kind of reconnect um, after Wesley before we go to sleep. And we can do that, even though it's going to put us going to bed at midnight or, or you know, 1 o'clock, because we know that we don't have to be at work the next morning until 10. So we can sleep in till like 7 o'clock. And then when our boys start to make noise, then we get up, we go get them out of bed, we take turns taking showers and getting dressed. And so the other person gets a little bit of time with them by themselves. We play with them for a while, have our morning with our boys, and then we come to work. But we're not having to get up extra early. And so I know I can spend a little bit of time the night before doing what I want to do. Whereas, like I said before, on Mondays, I really want to be intentional to get in bed you know, by 9.30, 10, 10.30 at the latest so that I can get enough sleep so that I can be prepared for the next day. So what does all this have to do with discipleship? If you're the kind of person that when you get in a one-on-one conversation, in a discipleship meeting, if you know that you're going to struggle to stay awake, you're going to struggle to stay focused, if you're tired, then the night before you have a discipleship meeting, make sure you're getting in bed. Make sure that when you're waking up that morning, you're eating a good breakfast. You know, you're having lunch if your discipleship's later in the afternoon. If, you're, if you know that you're the kind of person that at three o'clock, if you don't have coffee, you're gonna crash, then make sure before your discipleship meeting, you grab a cup of coffee or you make plans to go to a coffee shop to have discipleship. Do what you need to do physically to be able to fully engage mentally and emotionally. Yeah, all those are great pieces of advice. So that's all we have today about um, boundaries for yourself, but tune in next week because we're gonna be talking about boundaries outside of discipleship.